0: Ramblers is your one-stop destination for everything CSU sports-related. I'm Caleb Allen. And I'm Austin Martin. We're going to bring you the latest updates, insightful commentary, and behind-the-scenes stories that keep you connected to the Rams' athletic endeavors.
1: To listen to other episodes, you can go to kcsufm.com or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Ramblers airs live every Thursday, 7 to 9 p.m. on 90.5 KCSU Fort Collins. This is a pre-recorded episode. up everybody my name is austin martin and i'm with max ebert what's up you are listening to ramblers our sports show we're going to be talking everything and everything that has to do with csu sports and dude max we got a lot to cover that for this week A lot going on a lot that has been going on and then we have some big stuff happening in the sports world um and we're gonna do our ramble review but i want to i want to change it up a little bit we're gonna break it into two categories it's gonna be the highs and the lows all righty and i i think we need to start with the lows i just want to get it out of the way there's not a lot of or there's only one low that we really had as a csu uh athletic community. So we're we're gonna jump into that. Um the lows of the week, man. CSU getting taken down by Air Force. That was a tough game at home. It was a snowy day against undefeated Air Force, who is a great team, we might add, you know, they're they're ranked. I think they they didn't jump that high as I thought they would in the rankings but uh, they are one of the top teams in the nation and definitely the top team in the conference for sure. Um, CSU was tied up with them at 13 at the half. Second half, not so much. Did not score another point in that second half for your Rams. Final score was 30 to 13, and it, it just was a tough game. There, there was a lot going on in that game with uh, the weather and how that was going to going into that game, how it was going to affect the Rams. And I think it did. Don't you think like the, the weather definitely played a factor.
1: Yeah, most definitely. I mean, the Rams, you know, as a passing offense, unfortunately that's going to have an effect. And I didn't, it didn't have as much of effect as I thought it was going, was going to, that I mentioned in our pregame show earlier that day. Um, but, It definitely had a little bit of effect Uh, a lot of injuries I think is what was the main issue with the weather I think the weather gets those muscles tight and then you see a lot of uh, injuries we saw Cam Baratu go down uh, Chiggy Awuzie and uh, Torrey Horton as well who wasn't even 100% but unfortunately I think that was probably the biggest loss there was just constant injuries plaguing the team
0: yeah absolutely man and I mean that that's a low, but it, it's not a it's not a big low. I mean that that game we were not favored to win it, and it was a competitive game in that first half. I, I was feeling pretty good about it, but that that made my low uh, stamp in this in this first segment in the ram ramble review highs and lows. But uh, I mean not really a lot of lows. That, that's that's the one low, and I'm gonna I'm gonna jump over to the highs, and I'm starting with no other team than the csu soccer team man i mean putting in a run right now like every every week we're getting a first ever for this either a first ever or a a school record for this this soccer program it's just it, it is just out of nowhere popped off they're they're playing well and and they're going into the mountain west conference championship this saturday i mean dude this team is amazing
1: Yes, sir. Yeah, it's super exciting. Uh, final results from the Wednesday games. Uh, Boise State and Utah State were on the other side of the bracket. Utah State came out victorious there in overtime, 1-0. So another a great game. Not as good as the CSU game, which went to PKs, Dude, which is absolutely crazy. 0-0 yeah. zero, zero through overtime ended on a 3-2 win for CSU and PKs which is just an absolutely insane way to end a game
0: yeah that's the worst way to lose like like if you're San Diego State that's that's got to hurt I mean
1: most definitely especially because they're the number one seed
0: yeah number one seed and and, I mean dude a PK like those really are just it's anybody's game like I mean yes they do take skill but it's like it, it, there's so much rides on just a pk and like it, 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 i just couldn't imagine losing like that the, the the game right before the championship dude i mean that that is just insane but what a performance from our csu soccer team we can't wait for saturday um and they're they're taking on utah state right yep yeah.
1: utah state at 12 pm up in laramie it's going to be a good game both I think it it could be a penalty kick game again' cause yeah, apparently they can't get neither of those teams could get it done in a ot or sorry, they could not get it in regular time, so maybe we'll be seeing another ot or penalty kick game that'd be crazy
0: yeah, and I think the last time CSU played Utah State, cSU was they they almost tied them while having only ten players on the field one of one of our players, I think it was our midfielder can't remember her name but she got a red card and was out for the game and the rams were playing with 10 players on the field 10 versus 11 and utah state they scored within the last like minute minute and a half like it it was a crazy game you don't know if we have 11 players on the field how that one turns out but now we get a kind of get a little rematch on that one and i mean look at looking at this season for the rams We've had, our our goalie has set records, uh, Shana Ross, our goalie Shana Ross has set records for most shutouts in a season, which it's not all on the goalie, there, there's good defense from our players and everything, but CSU has the most shutouts in program history this season, Olivia Fout. She's the number one goal scorer in a a single season for the Colorado State Rams, which is a very promising thing moving forward. I mean, I know the season's not done yet. They still got to play Saturday. But, I mean, it's hard not to look forward on this team because they're pretty young. Mia Casey's stepped up. She's a freshman. She's played very well. But Olivia Fout, only a sophomore, the transfer from Auburn. So I I can't wait how this program turns out. It's going to be a big off season too. How, how are these coaches going to recruit, get some other players in, you know, maybe buy into whatever's brewing out here in Fort Collins on the pitch. But I, I am excited for this Saturday. I, I, it's a big game. The biggest game in, in CSU soccer history. It's gotta be, I mean, this is the first time they've been in the mountain West tourney. First time they've played in a mountain West conference championship game. I mean, it's the, The lights are bright this Saturday, and I I can't wait to see what's going to happen. I mean, uh, just hopefully another team that can bring home some hardware.
1: Most definitely, yeah. And to add on what you were saying, Olivia Fout, uh, she got named to the uh, all-Mountain West team, uh, I believe the first Mountain West team, and then we had uh, another player get added to the second team. But just an amazing, I mean, amazing momentum for the program, especially a a program that has not had a lot of success uh, in the past. You're getting all of this happen right now. It's going to help a lot with recruiting, which is great. You're gonna you're gonna hopefully see a program that you know has historically not been very good have a little bit of a switch up, turn around, and get get onto uh, you know the upper half of the Mountain West. You know, beating San Diego State was huge. Our uh, our director of uh, sports here at KCSU uh, is a SID for their program which is super amazing. He gets a little bit of of the insight there. And, you know, he was I think he's been very excited for these games. And uh, it's been super interesting to hear his side of uh, kind of things about the soccer team from uh, from his perspective, especially because he gets to spend a lot of time there. But it's been a really amazing season for them. Uh, uh, First time that the, I feel like the momentum really started was uh, the first time they beat Wyoming, actually. It was the very first time in program history. Just a little bit ago, uh, kind of right before the playoffs started, they uh, you know defeated them, I believe it was 1-0. Uh, and then that led – kind of took that momentum into the playoffs here. And uh, it was just, it's just been an amazing run since, and I'm super excited to see the results on Saturday.
0: Yeah, can't wait for that. It's going to be this Saturday. Uh, CSU soccer taking on Utah State down in Laramie. Moving on with the highs during this season, women's cross country won the Mountain West Conference championship. Another another team that brought some hardware to uh, Colorado State, bringing it back to uh, Fort Collins. Shout out to all those runners out there. I mean. I I don't know how they do it, man. I mean, I, I start running around the block, and I'm just like, dude, I'm done with this. And it's like, she, what? What did she run like? Where Where do I got my numbers you got here?
1: Nineteen minutes, forty eight seconds, forty eight point five seconds. That's That's insane. Um, yeah,
0: insane, dude.
1: You're not catching me running that. That's
0: for <laughs> sure. You're not catching me running, dude. Yeah, seriously. And the the men's team, they got sixth. Uh, the cross country team. And then moving on to volleyball, the redemption game, border war matchup against Wyoming, huge win there, uh, 3-1 against the Cowgirls, and that was a big statement win for the Rams, uh, winding down with this conference play. I, I was very happy with their play last night. Malaya Jones led the way with, I think, 22 kills, and, I mean, she, she's just showing why she's one of the best hitters in the conference. A very solid game from the CSU Rams volleyball team. They're going to be hitting the road for a three-game skid coming up. Their next home game is not until November 11th. And then their last home game, senior night, will be November 18th. So get out and uh, I, I just can't wait for the Rams volleyball team to you know wrap up, especially with how crazy this Mountain West Conference play has been.
1: Yeah, most definitely. And it's coming down to the wire here. That win against Wyoming was great for uh, CSU. Luckily, it uh, kept them – they're aiming now for the number two spot in the Mountain West Volleyball Tournament, which is coming up here quite soon. Super interesting to – I'm finally getting a little bit of perspective on the volleyball team as a sports producer. I get to listen to all the games. I actually got to commentate on a game the other – week unfortunately it was a loss uh however the 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 momentum there in the in volleyball is it's it's been brewing and i think the win against wyoming was great to see malaya jones absolutely powerhouse for our offense and we're 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 only winning if malaya jones is hitting good
0: yeah absolutely i mean she she's the heart and soul of the the team definitely leading the way, but they do have some depth at the hitting spot. It's just been a roller coaster season. Just the consistency hasn't really been there for this team, but it's it's awesome to see them figuring it out uh, towards the end of uh, Mountain West Conference play, and you know just gearing up for that conference tournament in Vegas. It should be pretty crazy. And moving on to another high. And I don't know if you're going to disagree with this being in the high, but I got the snowball gate in the high, and the the snowball gate. What I'm talking about was during the Air Force game, uh, some fans they they got penalized a 15 yard penalty during the Air Force game at a Canvas Stadium for throwing snowballs onto the field at some uh, players for the opposing team. I have it in my high, and I, I'm going to explain why.
1: All righty, let's hear it.
0: Fans I'm, I'm have an impact. I'm not sure about
1: it, but I, Fa- I want to hear it.
0: Fans have an impact on the game, whether you like it or not. With noise, w- with the passion they bring, the the energy, it, it definitely correlates to the field. And I, I just respect. I, I respect the fans that you know. What? Am I? I'm not defending if it was the right call because obviously they got a penalty. It it hurt the team but i i can't i can't hate on the the passion the passion's there and that's not something that we've seen a lot from our fan base at times in, in Canvas stadium and you know what i as, it was it, it was some cheap shots but you know what it's all fun it's snowballs they weren't trying to hurt anybody they're just trying to throw some snowballs get in the head of air force and you know help the team out so that that's why that's in my highlights here you know what I respect the passion coming out of our fans, who you know what I mean. They haven't had a lot to be excited for, but there there are some there. There's some posit- positives coming out of this football program, and I think that the fans are starting to get more into the game. And the fans that were there, I mean, it was cold, it was snowing, it it was freezing out, and yeah, I, I'm happy that our fans were out there getting involved.
1: Yeah, I can appreciate that for sure. I think I think they're getting involved, and I appreciate. I appreciate that they were there. I I don't think they did necessarily the right thing, uh, especially because you know those are our, those are our future troops. So I, I you know I don't feel I don't feel necessarily like super positive on the uh, the the throwing of the snowballs. I do appreciate that uh, the other kind of you know beating around the bush there. You know people people showed up. The student section was solid for a, a game that was very very cold. Um, and I think the fact that they stayed for a while, you know we were winning our, so we were tied 13, 13, going to the half. people stuck around for halftime. It was good to see. And I think you know that momentum that you're talking about definitely definitely growing quite a bit. Um, obviously, I'm gonna have to disagree with you on the, on the sn- snowball throw. I, I know it was all in good fun, but unfortunately, you know, fans got to kind of stay out of the game a little bit. They, they can be in the game, you know, with their cheering and stuff. But unfortunately, when you start throwing things at people, that, that it never usually ends very well for you. And so I, I did like the – I liked the passion. I liked uh, the idea that, you know, CSU fans were actually sticking around for more than a half of football. Um, but just kind of focus the energy maybe towards cheering hard instead next time.
0: Yeah, I can – I can I – can respect that i i don't like the argument about the troops just because <laughs> it's football we, we the the game started it, it's football you know i i know that they're out there they're being they're, they're the future of the air force and, and everything the the officer side no yeah, and, yeah. and i respect that but it's like it, it wasn't I, it, you know what i mean it,
1: i i just said that because it was it was a military school i would say yeah. that for any school i would say not not no, not yeah. that of the troops but i would yeah. just say Respect them because they're kids. They're all, you know, they're they're <laughs> yeah. twenty, they're nineteen through, you know, twenty-three year olds. Like,
0: yeah, no, I, I get that. Some and people just were the to, game. Some people were just trying to base their whole argument by the fact that it no, was disrespectful yeah, no, no. for the troops, and it was yeah. like, come on, it, definitely, not. it had nothing to do with that. Yeah, it, no. it was just they were trying to get in the heads. Exactly. Uh, last highlight for uh, the CSU athletics programs. We got CSU swim and dive. And they defeated Denver in a duel on Friday. And Max, you're a swimmer, so you might be able to help me out more with this because I was looking at the numbers and the stats and (laughs) the type of swimming. I have no idea what this all means. But sophomore Lexi Tritley broke two records held previously by the legendary Amy Van Dyken, one of which was the 50 free. And she posted some times... Or no, the, the score, sorry, it was the 50 free, don't have our times, but the scores on the duel was 169.5 to 130.5, but what's a 50 free, just 50 freestyle, 50 meter freestyle?
1: Yeah, so first of all, I, I want to clear clear some things up. The score, I honestly also have no clue how swim meets get scored. Like, I've swam since I was, you know, a third grader, second, third, I mean, I've swam my whole life, but like actually doing swim meets I've I've done that for years still could not tell you how swim meets get scored or or why it's 169.5 <laughs> to 130.5 I just know it's a win at the end of the day I know you want to have more people place higher up in their races to get more points yeah um not sure you know what you get for getting first or not but I know it's you know the higher up you are the more points you're going to get um the 50 free is just uh, specifically at CSU, they have a 25, uh, 25 yard pool. Uh, so the 50 free is just down and back. You jump off the blocks, go down, do a flip turn, and then come back. So it's a pretty quick race. Uh, Amy Van Dyken, an absolute legend. She's uh, obviously a Olympic, Olympic athlete. I believe she won gold. Um, absolutely amazing record for Lexi Trite. Uh, Tri- to break and you know that's that's a great sign for her too because that means that you know she's probably looking at going to the olympic trials and hopefully competing for our country someday which would be amazing for another csu alum to go out there and get another gold
0: yeah so what what's your favorite swimming event what's your either favorite one to do like personally and then like favorite one to watch like what's the or like are the relays or is that is that the best one
1: Relays I would say are probably like the most fun and most exhilarating to watch cuz you know you got you got a team of your um, you know peers out there and they're you got four of them and they're racing against a bunch of other teams so you got a bunch of people to root for it's it's more it feels more like a obviously swimming is a more of an individual sport Got you. Um but when you have those team events, it's, it's more of a team. And I, I, I always argue that, you know, it's much more fun to cheer for a team than an individual. Like it's, obviously you're going to have those individuals out there that you, you root for and, you know, it's, it's fun to cheer for them, but I think you'll anyone out there could probably argue for an individual that they love more than a team. But I would say that team sports are just so much more fun to watch and so much more fun to just get passionate about too. Um, yeah, what's and your what's your
0: favorite my, event? What's my, your best event?
1: My personal like best event uh, is the freestyle. Is the uh, freestyle? Um, I don't know. They have different lengths. Obviously, there's the fifty. Mine, my favorite, and my personal best would most likely be, you know, a hundred a hundred free. So that's that's two. You go down, back, down, back. Okay. Um which is it's double what the what uh the tritley. record yeah, tritely yeah. had broken um but I'd say that's my probably my favorite because it, it's not like I'm not I'm not like a super great sprinter, but you know I, you get you get a little bit of a uh race going there. It's a little bit longer than the uh, the quick one. um I'm not a phenomenal swimmer by any means, of course. I'm w- well past my prime of swimming, but it's always fun to watch for sure. Like, especially the, definitely the uh, relays is probably my favorite. And I would love to, I've never actually seen a CSU swim and dive meet, but I would love to go see a swim and dive relay. It seems like it'd probably be a blast.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, we are, that. that's it for our Ramble review. And we're going to kick it to a break I got the Killers by, or I got Mister Brightside by the Killers, and Just Dance by Lady Gaga in queue for y'all. And we got a lot to talk about coming up too. We got we got football. We got the football preview. Uh, it's the Border War, and then we're gonna be talking some uh, men's and women's basketball previews. And we're gonna get into our honorable mentions of the week. So keep it locked on ninety point five KCSU Fort Collins. yep yep welcome back to ramblers on 90.5 kcsu fort collins Your everything everything you need to know about csu sports this is where you're gonna find it out my name is austin martin and with me is my boy max ebert what's up and like we said before the break we're gonna get into some basketball talk because it is it's not even right around the corner. It's the corner's here. It's here. It, it's it's here. Like it, there, there's a there's a scrimmage going on right now. The women's basketball team. Yeah,
1: it came up on us quick.
0: Yeah, exactly. So there, I I I mean, basketball is my favorite sport. So I'm very excited for it. I'm I'm happy that basketball is back into flow with like the NBA and then college basketball is just right around the corner. It's just it's a beautiful time to be. Uh, you know, a part of just that 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 season. I, I love basketball, but we we got. I mean, I, I think both teams are looking to like cause some problems for a lot of teams in the country, both men's and women's basketball. Max, where where do you want to start first talking about? Most uh, definitely. Teams.
1: Yeah, I want to talk about the women's team, actually, first. Yeah, let's they're, do it. Because they're, they're great. playing right now, yeah. Yeah, they're playing right now, uh, scrimmaging against UCCS. Uh, just an exhibition, I was told, by our sports director. Um, yeah, can we
0: can we talk about that first? Because that upset me. And I, <laughs> I texted him.
1: I, Caleb,
0: you know, he's not here right now. He's covering that. But you know what? He, he he was he, he's he's suspended for a week anyways off yeah, of Ramblers. Seriously. That's why he's not here. He's it's not <laughs> here because he's working. He's here because he's a, he's suspended from uh, Ramblers for a week. Because especially after a take like that, it's just an exhibition game. Are sure. you kidding me? Are, he's, we,
1: ve- he's very unserious sometimes.
0: Yeah. What do we do? It's not pee wee basketball. It, it, we want to know scores. You, exactly. you keep track. They they got the scoreboard running.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I would like to know. It's like I'm sure the starters are. Pro- I mean, at least some of them are. Star- like
0: they are. I, no, they are. They're, Hoshield, they're playing. I'm yeah, sure. Rodzick ha- was starting. Hasha,
1: like they're they're definitely out there at least yeah. for a little bit. I'm sure not the whole game, but like
0: I, I it's, did see it's on,
1: valuable valuable information.
0: You know? I did see on Twitter that the Rams opened up with a 15-0 run. So, yeah, that's good. yeah, I mean, that yeah, I mean, I, they're playing a team that they should be. Who, who are they playing right now? Like the, uh,
1: UCCS. They're from Car. It's the, the University Springs. of Colorado, Colorado Springs.
0: Yeah. Um, that, I mean, that's a team that they should beat, especially with all the hype around this Rams uh, basketball team, the yeah. women's basketball team, who... They're projected. They're they're number one preseason uh, rankings. I think.
1: Mm, no, in women's. they no. They are number two. Number behind two. UNLV.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, they're they're projected to be one of the top teams in the conference, and I, I think they're gonna. I, I think they're gonna be playing a lot of good basketball. I was looking at the roster. I mean, they got they got a lot of of their top talent coming back. I mean, one of the the only like. Key players, or one of the key players that we did lose, was uh, Destiny Thurman, who was a big KCSU supporter. True, but I think uh, she
1: might have ran out of eligibility because she's still here at CSU. I think maybe she just either decided not to play again or ran out of eligibility, which is very unfortunate for them. Definitely one of the uh, uh, higher performers on that team.
0: Yeah, and I, I mean, I I really like our backcourt too. With I mean, obviously, I mean what more can we say about McKenna Hofshield? I mean she had a great season last year this this uh preseason she's gotten every watch list every preseason award you can think of I mean I'm pretty sure she's she's on some Becky Hammond list yep. as well going it I mean she she's
1: yeah she's your uh she's on the Becky Hammond watch list she's your Mountain West women's basketball preseason player of the year she was the Nancy Lieberman award finalist last year. Uh, and the reigning Mountain West Player of the Year, so obviously she's favored again. She ranks 17th in NCAA Division I uh, average uh, average points with 20.6 per game, which is amazing. Just an absolute offensive weapon. Yeah. Uh, second, uh, first, second is Destiny Thurman, which is unfortunate for the uh, CSU Rams. Hopefully, they'll have one of their other guards step up for them.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I really like uh, Hannah Ronzik. She's a five foot eleven guard for the Rams. I I, I feel like she's going to be stepping up. She's a sophomore. Um, she did get some playing time last year and was coming in, hitting some big threes and playing good defense using her size. So I I feel like that's one player that you have to watch out for if you're a CSU's a CSU Rams fan. Like what player is gonna you know, fill that void that we're missing from Destiny Thurman. And then like Sydney Mech, she's she's a forward for us. She's very exciting to watch too. Runs out in transition. And I feel like if we got anybody running out in transition, McKenna Hofshields going to find them. She does rack up a lot of assists as well. So I, I really, I, I like this Rams team. I, I'm excited to watch them. I, I went to a few games last year and they they just have a lot of talent at, at the guard position. I mean, just all around. But I mean, if you're a fan of basketball, McKenna Hofshild has to be on your radar. Not only as like a Mountain West Conference player, but one of the players in the, the you know the NCAA that is you know one of the, one of the better guards in in college ball.
1: Most definitely, yeah. I, I had a really fun time actually watching. I got a little bit more into NCAA women's. Uh, division one ball last, last year, with, year was crazy last dude. year with uh angel yeah. reese and uh, i believe caitlin clark yep
0: for iowa yeah both both, both amazing. Back too so. both
1: amazing players uh both coming back obviously that nil money is the louisville is guard
0: too she's really nice with it and yeah. i think Paige buchers for uconn she's she was hurt a lot last year she's gonna be coming back so like yeah what are you saying like dude women's ball is is it's fun. exciting, man. It's super this, fun yeah. to
1: watch. It's it's just getting better. Um and I think CSU, if if the natural progression kind of, you know, follows. Uh other than the Destiny Thurman loss, which is unfortunate, you're gonna see some other younger players step up. Uh Kalen Crocker, I think, is gonna be really nice, averaged ten point six points uh last year. And then obviously, you know, big on the boards is Callie Clark, averaged six point one. Yep. Was the, highest, uh, was the highest board average for the women's team last year. So, you know, you've still got really solid players. Really key pieces are still there, especially McKenna Hofschild, obviously. Um, but, you know, I think that's the story for both of these teams is you're going to want to see some younger players step up a little bit. And obviously you're going to see that from, you know, some of the women's team. But I think you're going to highlight that even more in some of the Men's team, which we'll talk about here in a little bit, but let's let's look at some of their uh, you know matchups coming up here. Yeah, fir- that first one is I'm not sure why Google thinks they're playing Lemoyne. It, it's UCCS. Uh, oh well, no, that's Monday. No, sorry, that's Monday. So they yeah. they are playing. Not sure where Lemoyne is or where that's from.
0: I feel like you only know where Lemoyne is if you're.
1: From LeMoyne. From LeMoyne, to yeah. be honest, yeah. That, uh, the, it's, it's always funny to see those matchups because it's like Google doesn't even do them the justice of uh, putting a logo for their college there, which is super unfortunate. Uh, that happened last year, I remember, uh, against Peru State, which is from Nebraska. The men's team played Peru State. I believe it was like a – I think they might have gone into triple digits there, which was uh, a little crazy, but – there, there's always one of those matchups for you know both of those teams. Obviously, I think Lemoyne most likely is going to be a CSU win. Could be wrong though.
0: Yeah, and then and then they take on in the same week Alabama, A and M, and and both both of those are those are home games, right? My, yep. yeah. Yep. So
1: yeah, we got get, a nice a little four. home stretch. Yeah. yeah, four
0: four game home stretch, and I mean dude Moby Moby's one of my favorite arenas that I've been in and I I I mean yes I'm being a little biased but it I I think I think it does bring a good atmosphere and I I like going to those games and watching some teams I mean I know you and I are going to be going to a lot of games this season um I don't think I'm going to be able to make that Monday game I got work but definitely Thursday I should be able to make that one yeah um but yeah, I'm I'm excited just for just basketball back and flow. I mean, we've been watching the NBA, and that's kind of getting the juices flowing. But honestly, I mean, I love the NBA, but there's just something different about college basketball. And and it, like we were saying with women's hoops, it, it's it's gearing up for another exciting season. And I, I think this Rams team can do some damage. May you know, I mean, de- definitely. That hitting that ncaa tournament is on the that's got to be on the horizon for the goals for this team and i feel like they're definitely capable of it usually i mean what was it a, a, last year There was a lot of mountain west conference teams in the men's uh from the men's mountain west conference yeah, most that, that made the the tourney and and i mean obviously they did well san diego state we'll, we'll talk about more men's hoops here in a second but i mean this is a team that definitely could make a run, and they're built for it, too, because they have all these returning players, and it's always nice when your guard is the best player on your team, because that's that's your quarterback on the floor, exactly. that's the one that's making all the plays, and especially like McKenna Hossfield. What makes her so dangerous is, I mean, she can shoot, and she does, despite her size, she's like, what, 5'5"? Five, 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 I don't even think she's five five, five. two. Yeah, Yeah, two, And... She's able to get in the lane, finish, go to the line, but also her passing ability is just so—it's uh, so valuable to this team because she gets players involved. We we didn't talk about uh, Kendall Kinzer, but she she can come in and make a, a lot of big shots. Her her three-point making ability is going to be huge for this Rams team, and. If if you're open, Hofschild's gonna find you. So I, I think that takes a lot of pressure off of the surrounding cast, and it also makes it easier for some of these new players to come in, new players to come in and step up, and you know make their comp- contribution to this team and and help them achieve that goal of making the NCAA tournament.
1: Yeah, most definitely, and I think uh, you know you look up into the rafters in in Moby, and I think some of those posters up there, which you know, if you don't know what we're talking about, they've got the uh, they've got some of the NIT, uh, which is the tournament you make when you do not make the NCAA tournament. They've got NCAA tournament posters up there for both men's and women's, and a lot of those have not seen some love in a little bit, unfortunately. You know, not there hasn't not been a lot of success for some of those programs. Last year, CSU women's was twenty and twelve, which isn't bad. So it's, it's pretty solid. Twelve and six in the conference. Um, but I think there's I think there's room for improvement, and I think that uh, I don't believe they made the tournament last year. No, uh, they were. I'm that prime. I believe they m- meets them into the NIT there. Not not entirely sure how they did there in the nit they unfortunately lost to wyoming in the mountain west tournament uh 65 to 56 and then uh just getting this here they lost in the first round of the nit to northern iowa 88 to 76 so unfortunately not a lot of postseason success for them last year but I think they can build on uh, you know getting that experience. It's super valuable, especially for McKenna Hofshield as a as a guard as a you know emerging leader for that team. She was there last year, you know, having that having you know really solid play and getting that experience in those you know tournament situations only leads to you know hopefully learning uh, learning kind of the uh, situation and you know being able to motivate your team to get over that hump and get a few wins there and hopefully have some. Ex- some success in the Mountain West tournament specifically.
0: Yeah. And I like what you mentioned about this, not really being, you know, a basketball school because you are right. Like you look up in the rafters, there's not a lot of banners for, you know, really either basketball team programs and especially for the women, uh, specifically talking women's basketball. It's also surprising because we had one of the best uh, women's basketball players come through our program and I'm I'm talking Becky Hammond yes sir and that I think I think this place deserves to be a basketball school I think I think we have the right facilities I think the head coaches for both programs are moving the programs in the right direction and I I would love to see this turn into a basketball school and I mean and also just shout out to Becky Hammond dude another another WNBA championship. They go back to back. Yeah, that that's and huge, man. she just recently
1: got honored uh, last year as a Hall of Fame. What a class. Hall of like yeah, absolutely crazy cuz I believe they maybe just started honoring like WNBA uh you know legends in that um honor there, which is it's an amazing honor to get that jacket and you know, she it should be named. I they they've said this. I've heard rumors. I'm not. I don't think they're actually you know gonna come to fruition or anything. But the court should be named Becky Hammond Court. I think that would be a that'd be an amazing honor for her. And she is someone who pays homage to CSU all the time. Her jacket that she wore to the Hall of Fame had all of her uh, teams in in the inside of it. Obviously, yep. CSU was one of them. It Was an amazing jacket. Uh, And at the national stage, too, which was great. But, yeah, I think they have the ability to. And they just got – they recently, you know, last – I believe is one or two years ago, got revamped facilities for both the men's and women's programs. Uh, I got the chance to tour the men's locker room, and it's amazing. Got revamped completely, new lockers, super sick in there. They've got really great facilities for those teams, and I think that will really help them. Uh, in the long run here with recruiting on both sides of the ball or both sides of the, uh, you know, the sport. So I think, I think success is, is, is coming for these, both these programs after, you know, kind of a long, longer drought of, like, you know, not, not, great, not great play. And I think uh, on the men's side of things, I think David Roddy kind of got that started for them. Uh, but definitely on the women's side, we're seeing some great things happen
0: yeah absolutely and i like that becky hammond arena that, be that that sound the yeah. becky arena you know i don't yeah. know something but, or like maybe that. like
1: becky hammond court at moby arena or something like yeah that. that'd be cool
0: yeah something like that i mean no for sure and yeah so just stay tuned with some updates on women's uh basketball throughout the season that's going to be one of our staple sports that uh, both you and I are going to yep. be covering. Check Caleb. out the website,
1: kcsu.com. It's going to be awesome.
0: Yeah, we're going to be getting some passes to those games and tuning up some articles. We're trying to get some interviews with some players, talk about the season and everything. So I, I'm, I'm looking forward to the women's basketball season uh, just for CSU and just as a whole for the NCAA um, all right, moving on. We got to talk some men's basketball. You know, you you kind of you flirted with uh, you know a former player, are <laughs> the only Colorado State Ram in the NBA, David Roddy, yep, who you know they're, he's on the winless Memphis Grizzlies right now. But are they winless? I think they're the only winless team in the NBA Ooh. right now. Which I mean, I, I'm I I love their team though. I mean, I. Derrick Rose is one of my favorite one of my favorite players of all time. Yeah. It was yeah. pretty
1: funny to see Peyton Watson of the Denver Nuggets swat him twice in a <laughs> row. Though I'm not gonna
0: lie. Oh yeah, um, but this men's basketball team, to me, I'm I'm just gonna start out with saying this: this is a NCAA tournament team. They're just you know, we'll bar, we'll mark, bookmark it, mark it down. Get me on record saying that this is a men's basketball tournament team.
1: That is that's I, I'm I'm I, I want to be with you. That's very high praise for a team that went six and twelve in the conference last year. A lot of late struggles. I think it was a little bit plagued by the fact that uh, Isaiah Stevens dealt with some injuries last year, which was unfortunate. back for a fifth season, which was amazing. Uh, I believe his last season as well uh, in eligibility, but he is an absolute talent. He's been named to nearly every single, you know, watch list. Very similar imaginable. as Hoffschild.
0: Yeah. It, yeah, we we have arguably the best duo of in guards, guards for in men's and for easily. men's and women's. Yeah, in the Mountain West easily, and I mean we're right up there with the nation oh, in my in my definitely. opinion. Yeah. You know, it, but yeah, like you're saying. Isaiah Stevens. I mean, the dude. The dude has. I think he has the steals record or assist record. I can't. He's up there for he, one of the.
1: I think he's already already has the assist record, possibly going for the points record this season. Yeah, I, I forget exactly what it was, but yeah, he's he's an amazing talent and he's also a veteran leader on this team now, which is going to be. I think I. When you have older players that are able to, you know, kind of. Help out the the rest of the team and kind of you know bring them down to earth and you know give them that idea of what experience looks like. I I, that does spell for more success than you know having a a bunch of younger guys on a younger team that just don't have that experience yet in the uh, NCAA.
0: Yeah, and looking at this team too, I mean we have some guys returning, and we also we have some new faces because I mean the just how the landscape of just college athletics in general it's really about how you can recruit the transfer portal and get in with a blend of recruits as well so we we definitely have some recruits coming in but we also have some guys that have transferred we got a colorado transfer um what's his name he he's he's a solid uh a uh, player like kind of like a a hybrid guard forward. Let me let me find the name here.
1: I believe is it Rashawn Mbemba? Might be him. He's from Austria. He's a freshman. No, six him. seven, not him. Anyways, the you know, there's a plenty of key players still here. You see the return of Isaiah Stevens as along with Joe Palmer, Jack Payne, uh Patrick Cartier, you know, those guys are major Majorly key. I think a lot of what is the – kind of the bigger things for this team is the height that they added in, uh, you know, I was about to say free agency. It's not free agency. Um, <laughs> you know, in the off season, they, they brought in a bunch of guys who – I think the one of the bigger issues I noticed going to games last year was just the height was not there. A lot of the Mountain West teams were just dominating us, you know, height-wise. It just didn't look fair uh josiah strong another big name there that hopefully will be able to you know play a little bit more in his senior season uh you know you just you really hope to see uh a lot of these guys that you know have been here for a little while get to lead some of these younger guys too because we got what is that we got at least we got five four or five freshmen listed on the roster that are you know in varying heights they all look a little bit taller than what i saw last year though from the rams and that 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 is what i'm most excited about is just seeing a little bit more dominance you know in the paint i think is where we struggled a lot because unfortunately isaiah stevens is a great talent but he can't be the only way you're scoring points and that was the case many games during last season's uh questionable finish
0: yeah and the dude that i was talking about from uh boulder is uh Nick clifford and he, he he played well he i'm pretty sure he was a starter over there in boulder and so I, i'm excited to see how he fits in with this team the freshman one of the freshmen that i thought was a good pickup too was kyan evans he's out of missouri and i mean he his highlights are pretty fun to watch and it'll be cool to see him get in there i think he was missouri gatorade player of the year um, so a very talented guard and then Kyle Evans, he, he's a big he, he's one of our taller guys. We didn't he didn't really play too much last season because of an injury. So him coming back healthy, that, that's gonna be huge for the Rams. And I mean, Cartier, I mean his Patrick Cartier, his, his offensive ability is is very crucial crucial for the Rams and I mean, there, there's a lot of good players across the board. Jalen Lake, one, one of the he's probably the best shooter on the team as well i mean he's got a very quick release just a, a catch and release type shooter and he's got some good size too makes some plays on defense so i, I like this team i i don't i don't know if we're gonna dominate the mountain west because the mountain west is one it, it's a underrated loaded uh conference in my opinion i mean especially with how well San Diego State played last year. Boise State, they're always tough in basketball. So I I think this Rams team has a lot of – they're going to have to grow together because we do have a lot of guys coming in from that transfer and recruiting portal. But I I think that overall I like the pieces that we brought in, and I think this team is going to – they're going to play very well as a team. Like, yes, we have Isaiah Stevens, but – I think there's gonna be nights where there's gonna you're gonna be looking in the box score and be like, oh wow, he stepped up tonight and he had a great game. So I, I think that this team is gonna be coming together as of late. Joel Palmer, he's he's just a huge energy guy, comes in. You don't know what exactly he's going to do. Is he going to hit a big three? Is he going to get, you know, like a little hustle, chase down block? Is he going to take a charge, get a steal, lead the break? What What is he going to do? But you know he's going to come in and make an impact positively. I'm glad that he's coming back. So th- this team, we're, we're going to see. I mean, it, like the the one thing that I didn't really like is, I don't know. I I, I felt like we could have got some better – uh challenges in our non-conference schedule if i'm being completely honest
1: yeah our non-conference schedule doesn't look great um that it does help at least build the momentum i was gonna go back to what you said before uh csu is ranked at five in the preseason order uh for the finish for the season you got san diego state obviously a huge powerhouse um at 25 first place votes you got boise state at four first place votes you got new mexico at one first place vote and nevada at one first place vote right in front of us all four of those teams obviously really solid especially when you see new mexico and san diego state the new mexico arena is amazing the environment that they have there with their fans is absolutely crazy but you know, you have those. You have obviously that. As before, you mentioned the Mountain West, very uh, a tough basketball conference. And then another kind of uh, detractor, unfortunately, is the loss of John Tonje and Isaiah Rivera to the transfer portal. Both huge starters for the team. Both played 33 games uh, last season. John Tonje was our kind of our second option guard there, averaging 14.6 points. Yeah, and he, per he was game. our first option, too. He was our first option well, for a while. Yeah, Stevens, Stevens was, was hurt, out, yeah. Which was unfortunate. He's a really solid talent. He went to Missouri. Um, I don't think that was necessarily like the right decision for him. It might help him uh, if, if he has insane success there. Obviously, it's an SEC school. It's going to maybe put him in the limelight at least a little bit more than maybe CSU would. However,. I don't know. It's unfortunate that we lost him because he was he would have been a great second option here again with even, I think, a, we have a stronger and more talented roster this season than we did last season. Losing Isaiah Rivera and John Tanjay not great. Um, however, I think we'll see some of these younger guys and transfer guys fill in at some of those spots. But CSU's slated at five for the season, and I think that they could sneak into that you know top three conversation there as long as they can just rally together and exactly like what you were saying you know get together and be a gritty team i think the ram grit needs to be emphasized here a lot because you're not going to win games without you know having everyone perform not just isaiah stevens not just uh cartier you know you need to see your younger guys succeed you need to see jack payne succeed joe palmer you need to see your height get out there a little bit more. And, you know, you need to start off strong in your non-conference play because, man, you're facing L.A. Tech. Wright State, Wright State is a good matchup. I believe they were they, – they sound like uh, – I believe they're a team that has been in the NCAA tournament uh, semi-recently. You got UNC at UNC uh, and then Kansas City. That is a game you should definitely win. Boston College, a good ACC matchup. Uh, I believe Boston College is on the back half of the ACC, but definitely got to beat a Power 5 school. And then, you know, the faded matchup, November 29th, at home, you got CU. Brutal, brutal loss last season. I was there. Not a fun game to be at. Uh, no, that was
0: Dion's like, first emergence. Yep. Public Poses, emergence, yeah, for sure. As, uh, after being named the... Uh, CU football head coach. I remember yeah. watching that game and, on TV.
1: And C, CU was already kind of giving them the beating a little bit. They they weren't they weren't completely out of it, but you know CU was a better team last year than CSU was. And then you know as soon as Dion came out, it just got like ten times worse. It was it was <laughs> a, an environment not I did not like being a part of. I'm not going to lie to you.
0: Yeah, no, I, I feel like on that one. So yeah, LA Tech is going to be coming to Moby Arena this Monday. That one starts at 8.
1: That's a back-to-back, too, because your women's basketball team is playing at 5.30 that day against LeMoyne.
0: Oh, yeah, baby. So lots of basketball that evening. Definitely show
1: out to that.
0: And then Colorado State is going to be hosting Wright State Friday, November 10th at 7 p.m. So... We got some basketball next week, which is crazy because I mean we still have football going on and volleyball is still happening, so it, it's going to be pretty busy for it's us. The sports,
1: but. it's like CSU's Sports Equinox. I know they just had that recently. Uh, what was that month? That was Monday with yeah the World yeah. Series game, NHL, NBA, NFL. So it's it's CSU's sport Sport Equinox. You got three of the biggest sports happening right around the same time here with the volleyball. Basketball and football.
0: A couple of teams that were trash a couple years ago in <laughs> baseball in the World Series.
1: Yeah,
0: Colorado Rockies were watching. We're, yeah, we're we're Caleb yeah, ho- Allen isn't Caleb <laughs> Allen
1: despises you guys, but me and Austin are rooting for you.
0: So yes, we got God. we got basketball. That's that's going to be our preview. We're gonna kick it to another break. When we come back, we're gonna be talking everything about the border war we're going to be talking some players some keys to the game I mean we're going to be in that game we'll be talking about what we're going to be doing in Laramie and we'll also uh we later on in the show we're going to be talking DJ-a-thon that's going to be coming up next week that's a big week for KCSU um so we're, we're going to be letting you know any ways or however you can get involved, all, all the things that happen with that, all the events that are going on. We got a lot of fun stuff happening. So uh, to, make sure you tune in for that part of the show. But until then, I got uh, some Daft Punk one more time and p- Better Now by Post Malone coming up next. You're listening to 90.5 KCSU Fort Collins, your home for Ramblers. Yes, sir. We are back. You're listening to 90.5 KCSU Fort Collins. Your home for sports, all CSU sports. My name's Austin Martin, and alongside me is Mister Max. Is it Maxwell? Maxwell?
1: Yeah, Maxwell's the full name. Maxwell's the full name.
0: That, that's sick. I, I like names that are the like legal that. one. Yeah, like I like the names that you know you go by exactly. a certain thing, but it's actually you know that that's that's clean. Dude. I do like those yeah. a lot. Mr. Maxwell Ebert, the sports producer here at KCSU. Yes, sir. We we've had a great season so far. I think. I I, yeah. I think sports has been a lot of fun this yeah, year. Yeah, sports
1: has been great. I think. I think it's back. You can officially say it's back at KCSU. Sport.
0: Sports is just.
1: I guess it didn't. Uh, uh, that's 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 wrong for me to say. It it didn't necessarily. It wasn't necessarily that's, gone. That's a, they yeah. Because
0: they, they got third.
1: Yep, they got third. I thought, Caleb and Eliza Drotar got third, and, and Ewan, uh, Ewan for and their Pert. and and Pert yeah. for their uh, sports calls last year on the volleyball games. They're they're all amazing. I just I think that we got a great department here as well. well
0: that's what I like, and I, I talked about on the broadcast too. It's like you just you build on what you did last year, and you try to make it better than what you did, and just le- set up the next you know class or whatever in good hands and keep it going because then when you come back or look back you're like wow they're doing this and that you know what i mean so it's i i just i, I love the the sports department here and i mean we're, we're just ha- we're, we're having a good time and dude speaking of good times we are going to enemy territory tomorrow yes, sir dude i i've honestly like just been like in my head